Hi, Ann Pearson here. And before I begin today's episode, I'm excited to tell you about the Paralegal Bootcamp's new three-step roadmap to manage cases like a rock star paralegal. If you're fairly new to litigation, this quick start guide will help you figure out three things that you can be doing to help you better anticipate what the attorney needs before they have to ask for it. It'll help reduce some of those last minute scrambles, especially if you're working for an attorney who's a procrastinator or someone who doesn't always share all of the important case information with you. I put this three-step roadmap into a downloadable PDF for you, and it's completely free. You can get yours on our website at paralegal-bootcamp.com forward slash three steps. Hi there, you're listening to the Paralegals on Fire podcast show where you'll be getting tips and actionable strategies that you can use right now to fast track your paralegal career. I'm your host, Ann Pearson, former paralegal and paralegal manager who left big law in the concrete jungle to start my own company, the Paralegal Bootcamp, where we give online courses that help paralegals make more money, increase their job security, and cut out the learning curve. All right, let's jump right into today's episode. There are so many traits, skills, and habits that make for a successful paralegal career. In today's episode, I want to talk about three of those traits, and they're traits that I haven't covered yet on the podcast. Those three are accountability, professionalism, and perseverance. Yeah, this is going to be a great one. All right, so let's start with accountability. That's a big one. Do you have accountability? I'm not asking if you're being held accountable. Do you have internal accountability for your career, for the files you manage, for the projects you work on, for the job you have? First, let's talk about the definition so that we're all on the same page. According to the dictionary, accountability is the fact or condition of being accountable. Okay, well, what is accountable? It's the obligation or willingness to accept responsibility or to account for one's actions. In other words, accountability is you taking ownership of what you do. You take ownership of your work, of your cases, of your transactions, your closings, your trademark filings, that e-filing project. Whatever it is that you do as a paralegal, you take ownership of. Now that also means you take ownership of your mistakes. What's the difference between responsibility and accountability? Well, responsibility is what you have to do. For example, it's part of your job responsibility. With accountability, you own it and you make it happen. It's a mindset sort of that this project will not fail on my watch. Accountability is stepping up to make sure it's done on time and done right, regardless of your job title or who's in charge. Before I get into some actionable stuff, steps or strategies to help with an accountability mindset if you don't already have one. Let's talk about what a lack of accountability might look like. It means you ignore feedback or you take constructive criticism personally that your way is the right way and no one should even dare suggest that there could be a better, more efficient way of doing things. 
especially if you've been a paralegal for 30 years and that new paralegal comes in and tries to show you a way to do it better, uh-uh, not going to happen. They've only got five years of experience, right? That might look like a lack of accountability, not being willing to or even hear suggestions that there could be a better, more efficient way than what you're doing. A lack of accountability also shows up when you feel like you can just disregard policies and procedures. You feel they're unnecessary. They shouldn't apply to you. Here's a good example of that that I see a lot, and that's with billable hours. If you work in a law firm, particularly on the defense side, then part of your job as a paralegal is to enter your billable time so that the firm can bill its clients and then collect revenue for it. But you've been working at this firm for 20 years or so. You work for that same equity partner, and you know that that partner kind of provides a little bit of job security for you. So even though HR sends you an email that you're behind on entering your time or maybe that you're not billing enough, you do nothing. Your view is you can't control how much work your attorney gives you. So even if the firm expects everybody to bill 1,500 hours a year, You don't care because the policy doesn't apply to you. It applies to everyone else. You know what another aspect of accountability is? Now we're moving off of lack of accountability. This is accountability. That's taking ownership of your career. I talk about that a lot. I know, but it is so important to your success. Have you not received that on-the-job training that you thought you were going to receive? Go out and get it for yourself. Is your firm expecting you to know how to site check and e-file these summary judgment briefs, but no one's taken the time to show you how to do it? Go out and get the training. Find it. If you have accountability for your career, then you understand that you and you alone control how successful your career is. Remember, I've quoted Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People a lot, and in it he says that, You have the ability to change your response to a situation or condition. I watched this TEDx talk the other day. It was by Janissa Berrios. She's a young girl. Well, young meaning she's somewhere college or late 20s. Maybe I don't know exactly how old she was, but she started the story of how she played soccer in school, like middle school and high school for 10 years. She never really pushed herself. She was never consistent in her practice sessions but she was okay. And it was at a time in her life when she had excuses for all kinds of other problems that she had. Until one day she decided she needed to start holding herself accountable. So she started wrestling. And instead of just mediocre participation, she took accountability for herself and gave it her all. She ended up being the first female wrestler ever to go to college on a wrestling scholarship. In the TEDx talk, she said something that stuck with me. She said that we all talk about how actions speak louder than words, but that we forget that there are also consequences for inactions. Are there inactions that are holding you back, holding back your paralegal career? Are there inactions that are causing you to make less money than your peers or less money than you feel you're worth? Look, don't shoot the messenger. I'm here to help remind you of things that maybe you haven't thought about in a while because it happens to all of us. We start off the year with good intentions and lofty goals and then life happens. Before you know it, we're five years into our paralegal career and we forgot that a goal that we set back then was to get that extra certification or that graduate degree. 
Whatever it is that will help you do your job better and excel your career where it doesn't rely on someone down the hall. It's only reliant on you holding yourself accountable. So do these things if you want to raise your accountability level. One, be consistent. In other words, get rid of the inaction. So be consistent in your action. Two, take ownership. Take ownership of your career, your projects, and your mistakes. And three, accept feedback. Maybe even seek it out. Like actually seek out feedback from the attorneys you're working with. I also want to give you a way to kind of climb out of the excuses. We all make them from time to time. No one's perfect. But when you cut through the excuses, it's easier to hold yourself accountable. Here's what you can do. If you spot yourself making excuses, such as saying things in your mind or out loud, like the attorney never gives me clear enough instructions. No one's ever taken the time to show me how to do it. The attorney waits until the last minute to assign tasks to me. The first thing you want to do is write them down and look for patterns. Do they all kind of sound similar or are they all different? But the pattern you see is every single day you have at least one excuse written down. So literally, I want you to write down anytime you come up with anything sounding like an excuse in your mind or out loud, write it down. The second thing is to look for a solution to that excuse, because really an excuse is what we're perceiving as a problem. Remember, I did an entire episode on problem-solving skills. Problem-solving is the number one skill attorneys tell me that they look for in paralegals. And that's why. So when you write that excuse down, ask yourself, what is a potential solution? Use one of the problem-solving techniques that I talked about in that other episode about problem-solving. One of them is to write out the five W's, one H that journalists use when they're writing a thorough, complete story. The who, what, when, where, why, and how. Let's use the excuse of the attorney didn't give me clear enough instructions or never gives me clear enough instructions. And that's why my projects usually have mistakes in them. So you would ask who. So who else could you ask for clarification on the project? What? What were the instructions? Why? Why did the project go wrong? Are you sure it was from a lack of instructions and not something else? Another why, why didn't you ask the attorney to clarify the instructions? How, how soon after you started the project did you know that you didn't have enough clarification? Another how is, how can you prevent this from happening again? All right, and I want to add a reminder that Having accountability encourages you to always be looking for an alternative solution or a plan B instead of throwing your hands up and saying, that's all I can do. Remember in last week's episode, I talked about coming up with a workaround if you want to be a proactive paralegal. Okay, let's move on to number two, professionalism. Most of us immediately turn to how we're dressed, how we look, how we act in front of a client or a judge. I do the same thing. When you immediately think of professionalism, that's where you go. While those things are important, I'm talking more about internal professionalism for this one. I'm talking about confidence, work ethic, reliability, having a positive attitude, handling stress and pressure with grace. In other words, being the calm, not the storm. 
being a team player and collaborating with others for the good of serving the client. That means helping out fellow paralegals, not just so that they don't fail, but so that they are hugely successful because you understand that when you help another paralegal look good to the attorneys, it elevates the entire paralegal profession. Professionalism is also avoiding the gossip group because you know that being seen as, quote, one of them is not going to serve you well in the long term of your career. Going above and beyond what is expected of you because you take great pride in what you do. That's professionalism. When I think of professionalism, I think of the interview I did on the podcast with Kim Bookout. She was a paralegal of mine back in the day when I was a paralegal manager, and I interviewed her on the podcast episode. It was the episode about paralegal career mobility. I'll put a link to it in the show notes. She really was and is the epitome of professionalism. I couldn't define it back then, but during her podcast interview, it became even more clear. One of the actionable strategies that she had for those who want career mobility was to be kind to everyone, everyone you come into contact with, because you never know if that vendor is going to be your future boss or that paralegal down the hall is going to be your future client. Kindness. That's what professionalism also looks like. Taking pride in your work. All right. And number three is perseverance. According to lifehack.org, perseverance is, quote, the act of continuing to do something despite the difficulty or delay involved in success, end quote. It's the ability to survive the curveballs, to deal with the challenges that life and work throws at us. Think about that in terms of your paralegal career. The reason I brought this up, like I said, is I've done a few interviews And you've probably heard one early January. We're doing a monthly paralegal inspiration episode. And I've interviewed a few of them already, ones that are lined up for February, March, and April that you haven't heard yet, but I've had the opportunity to have the interviews and looked at them, you know, hindsight and thought to myself, One of the common themes that I was hearing from all of these paralegals that I've interviewed so far is perseverance. Maybe they started out their career and it wasn't a great paralegal job, but they didn't give up on their entire career. They looked at it more like a learning experience. Every job was a learning experience, no matter how bad the job was. They moved to a different practice area, maybe, or a different firm or a different team within the same firm. They kept trying and persevering until they found their dream job. You know what perseverance also looks like? The ability to pivot, being adaptable and flexible. Those skills also help you come up with solutions to problems. Now combine all three of these traits into one person, accountability, professionalism, and perseverance, and you are headed to a successful paralegal career. I have no doubt about it. Oh, but I would also add patience to that. Have all of those three traits and a little bit of patience and there's no stopping you. All right, that's it for this week's episode. I'll see you next week, same time, same place. All right, that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. 
If you enjoyed today's show, hit the subscribe button in whatever platform you're listening. And please take a quick minute and leave a review of the podcast and share this episode with just one colleague or friend who you think would benefit from what we discussed today. Share the knowledge and the entire paralegal profession elevates. See you next week. Bye for now.